You're listening to Evolving with Etta, where grown folks talk about life and relationships. Hi, everyone. This is Evolving with Etta, and I'm Etta. So, just wanted to say hello and welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm here to actually conclude my series on the narcissist. And um, it's actually been quite interesting, the responses that I've been getting, Um, not as much of engagement as I would like. So um, I will probably just do more advertising with this one now since it's added to my podcast. Um, I do need to formally get more information on my podcast in regards to the series. Okay, so... In my research, I found that uh, I found a very interesting uh, person that has great knowledge. Um, she actually has huge experiences with um, narcissists. She was actually married to one and she was raised by one. She had a dad that was one. And her name is Lisa A. Romano. I will link information in the description all about her. She uh, She's written books and I mean she I follow her uh, YouTube channel and everything so very informative um myself my brief experience with a narcissist didn't go that deep for me as it would have for her or as it did for her so that's why I wanted to link information that was pretty um pretty interesting, which is why I was so serious about um, doing this series because it really struck a chord with me. And um, so with that being said, let's get right into it. Just basically little tidbits of information about narcissists. Um, They just have a tendency to not think like others. Um, They're not really realistic in their world or however it is they've created uh, the world that they've created. A lot of times they'll be in a situation where, okay, like we get compliments on specific things or something that we've done. No, they want accolades continuously. They want to be the ones that has created it. I've discovered it. Um, you didn't know anything about it until I told you about it. I mean, it's, it's serious. It's one of those situations where it's not even worth saying, oh, I knew about that. Or that's not new information because it's like, oh, okay, you're starting some stuff. So um, dealing with a narcissist is like a really um, interesting thing. One thing you do not want to do is continue to butt heads with a narcissist because you'll never win. It's always something that, you know, you're jealous about. It's always something that you don't understand, something you don't know, like I know. And yeah, it's just not worth it. So uh, that's just one tidbit of information that um, I've experienced personally. Um, Number two, uh, you'll notice how life is just really great and wonderful. Uh, They experience things abundantly like no one else would. They just have, you know, plenty. Um, their their God has just blessed them, you know, so much with so many great things and life is just really wonderful. They never really have a bad day. We all freaking have bad days, okay? Ask Halle Berry, most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah, 
has she had a bad day? Look it up, out of here. So anyway, <laughs> just wanted to touch on a few things that, or at least a few um, tactics that narcissists are known for. And if you know anything about a narcissist, gaslighting is one of the most popular um, tactics that narcissists are very well known for. So I'll just give a tidbit of information. Gaslighting is a psychological manipulation that makes the recipient question their feelings, instincts, and even their sanity. It is one of the worst forms of dirty fighting and it's used by men and women. It's not something that just a woman does to a man. It's not something that just a man does to a woman. It's, it is what it is. It's dirty fighting and is very popular among narcissists because it works. And if you're not sure about where you are or how you're feeling about things, well, yeah, well, you've just given them the ammunition that they need to keep going. Okay. That was number one. So number two, Another very popular tactic of a narcissist is called flying monkeys. Flying monkeys is a term used in popular psychology, mainly in the context of a narcissist and their abuse to describe people who act on behalf of a narcissist towards a third party. Basically, that is someone that's chit-chatting for you, someone that's uh, like co-signing for the narcissist, uh, a mouthpiece, you know, someone that's unfortunately uh, when women are or men are abused, they do wind up with fly monkeys. Oh, come on, give them another chance. There's no way in the world that you can let someone like that go. He's the best thing since sliced bread. She's the best thing in the world. You'll never find another woman as great as her. Come on, give her another chance. I can't believe you're going to just let her walk out the door. I can't believe you're just going to let him go like that. Yeah. So again, that's not even your business because if someone is trying to get to a point where they're trying to save themselves, then you need to let them save themselves. So tactic number three, the smear campaign. This is designed to humiliate an opponent while simultaneously elevating the narcissist. It's an intentional premeditated effort to undermine an individual or group's reputation, credibility, and character. Basically saying, I don't care what you said. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going out and tell everyone else that it was you. I'm going to let everyone else know that you basically are the cause of all this. I'm innocent. I have no part in this. I don't even know where this is coming from. I'm going to need you to handle that so you can inform, you know, the world, everything that I've told them about you is true because it's not me. It's you. Tactic number four, the projection. This defense mechanism plays out in many ways, but ultimately aims to distract the other and make them carry the emotional burden by shifting the blame the argument then becomes about the other party, proving their innocence, thus allowing the narcissist's behavior to slip and pass. Basically saying, I'm not going to handle any of this. This is on you. I have nothing to do with this. I'm putting this all on you because this is your thing. It's not mine. Tactic number five. (laughs) 
word salad. I've never heard of this one, but in my research, I thought was this is interesting. I like to eat. I like salad. So let's see what this is about. Basically, this is a tactic very often used when the narcissistic person has been cornered or confronted with the reality of their behavior. Hmm. They are a deer in the headlights. Their defense is to create more drama and deflect the issues they've been presented with. Wow. That's another thing of just words, you know, just is bouncing off of me and everything's on you. So they're pretty much just, again, they're innocent. And this one here was quite interesting to me. All of them are interesting, but this one was just like, wow. Love bombing. Tactic number six. Love bombing is the practice of overwhelming someone with signs of adoration and attraction. Think flattering comments, tokens of affection, or love notes in the mirror, on the kitchen table, on a windshield, and you're begging to get to the very next thing. It's flowers delivered at work with doting messages, surprise appearances designed to manipulate you into spending more time with them and less with others, including being by yourself. Okay, I can't even spend time alone. I can't spend time by myself. Yeah, that's not cool. Anyway, so basically, um, like I said, um, it was a very interesting subject for me to do a series on narcissists because I've been curious about it for a very, very long time. And again, I've been watching Lisa's YouTube for, wow, I've been watching her channel for maybe a good four months or so. It's just interesting the information that she shares. And um, I think it's beautiful because who knows who that could help? Who, who knows what that information does for someone? I mean, it could take them to a place that they've never thought they would go before because what they're stuck in. So basically that to say, um, this is the conclusion for my narcissist series, but I will probably do a full series on my podcast because I had not done one on my podcast and um, I think it's necessary because there are two different audiences um, and I, I definitely know I reach more people on my podcast. Come on and say it with me now. That being said, um, you can reach me on my Instagram, which is also named Evolving with Etta. That's E-V-O-L-V-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-E-T-T-A, Evolving with Etta. I'm also on Twitter, but that is a different name because they can only put 15 characters on. So it's E-V-O-L-V-I-N-W-I-T-H-E-T-T-A evolve in with Etta. And I'm also on Pinterest in evolving with Etta. And um, of course, my podcast. And that's you can find uh, my hostess Spreaker. But I'm also on Apple. I'm on iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, you name it, trying to be there. Um, (laughs) So this was um, this was great research. Yeah. So thank you for hanging out with me and um, CTA for you. 
is there any one particular tactic that you're aware that anyone actually does? Has this ever happened to you? Is this something that you've done before? Could you be a narcissist? Might you be in denial? <laughs> Stay tuned for more to come. I'm sure I'll have something for you. And again, this is Evolving with Etta signing off and I will chat with you in the next one. Thank you. Till next time.